Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Oh, come on, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. You're playing the game I started in 1969. Jesus wet. This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated. This isn't fair. He didn't get out of the car, the duty car. Beep, beep, Richie. What are you going to do? Kill me? Stop swinging Where's your third wish then? I don't need you dead, Alexandra. I just wish you were. Sorry. There's so much to enjoy about the beach, whether it's a nice cold drink as the sun beats down on you from on high, or the feeling of the water as you wade out to the rolling surf. Around the world, it's no wonder so many retire to a beachside cabin to live out the remainder of their days, but here in New Zealand, we're pretty much a country of all beaches, so there's plenty to enjoy all life round. And that sums up our movie, really. What if every day was beach day? Hello, Becky, and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror. What is your favourite and least favourite thing about the beach? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll start then. Um, I really like sitting on the grass next to the beach, because... Despite the fact that I love sand, like the feeling of sand between my toes, you bring half the beach back with you every fucking time. Well, that's great for you, but I'm allergic to grass, so <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it breaks me out in hives. Becky has a long list of allergies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then come on. Then what's your favourite thing about I the don't beach? Know. It'd probably be going there with the kids. Going with them—that's so with wholesome. That's yeah, well, beautiful. because they love the kids and then bringing the sand home, they do that from kindy anyway. But their gumboots are like full. I have a sand pit by now. The worst thing is Wait, how do, they get, how do they get them in their boot? You said boots, so they're like, surely like shin high. How the hell are they no, tracking half the beach They're from? like ankle, like, you know, little kids' ankle gumboots. They're sitting down. I don't know how they're getting sand in there, but oh. You have to bang them and sand comes off and my car's half full of sand because <laughs> the kindy sand pit. <laughs> it's bringing it home. So it's taking the kids, but your least favourite thing is probably the sand then? It gets everywhere. It just gets everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, our entire movie this week takes place on a beach. Um, that's right, everyone. <laughs> this week it was Becky's first time watching M. Night Shyamalan's 2021 it's film Allowed on the Beach? What? I'm not We never leave each other. Nothing separates us. Are we there yet? You said five minutes. Technically, it's been more than five minutes. Let's just all start slowing down. Wow. Can you believe I found this online? 
I guess it's not that secret a beast. Whoa. Who would leave this? From the hotel! They're so rusted! What's happening? Found stuff from the hotel in the sand. I don't know. What happened to her? Her body has decomposed. How quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Trent! Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm, I'm right here. Why are you looking at me like that? What's happening to us? My daughter just turned six two weeks ago. Come on. Whatever is happening to us is happening very fast. You have wrinkles. There's something wrong with this beach. What's happening? Mom! 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 I'm scared! We have to get off this beach! People are blacking out going this way. If she makes it to the ledge, she might have a chance. Why is she stopping? Why is she stopping? Carol, wake up! Wake up! They have to know what this place does. I don't know! You're lying! Look! What is that? A message. We never leave each other. Nothing separates us. We're connected to something bigger. Oh, no. We're here for a reason. All right, so uh, everyone, I think we're prepared. We have glasses of wine. Becky also has a cup of tea because she likes to multitask with drinks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we open um, a nice little touch. I noticed the opening title thing that says old, like all the bits of it sort of, sort of grow. Did you see that? I like that. I thought no. that was cool. <laughs> I don't think I noticed. <laughs> I just put nice touch and then it's pretty much downhill from there, really. Um, the first thing you hear is like, I just put, these are the most generic jungle sounds I've ever heard. Did you pick up on that as well? I was like, and that's it. And I'm just like, this is like some stock image sound work here. In the beginning, I was watching the film. I was like, is this going to be one of those horror films where it's more like point the porn star because there's a lot of movies like that with porn stars in it you're like who's oh, the porn star oh, that's what you mean <laughs> i was like what do you mean by point the porn, porn oh, no, star? No. <laughs> no, like who are the porn stars acting <laughs> acting yeah but this is also it, yeah. <laughs> it is that it feels like that sort of level of movie but it's also exactly. directed by m night Shyamalan. So, I don't know, but I'm, I don't know exactly who that is. I don't know if I've seen any more of I think movie. his most famous work is The Sixth Sense. You know, I see dead people. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, it's that, that guy. That was good. Yeah. What but he's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're getting an insight to Becky's feelings on this movie already. Um, so basically, we see a van driving through the jungle, um, kids singing to the radio, and then stops because mum says how lovely it is, and the kids... This, this kid... Um, God, I haven't got his name written down yet. Trent. Trent, thank you. 
The little kid Trent does not speak like a human being. <laughs> does Not until he actually grows up. But like the kid version of Trent does not speak like a human being. It is so weird. He says the spontaneity has been stripped from her. <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of like of the level of the kid from Jurassic Park. No, 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 no. That kid was just dinosaur happy. He was just like, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> information. And this kid is just like, I am real child. <laughs> Mum says, uh, you have a beautiful voice. I can't wait until, uh, I can't wait to hear it when you're older. And my note here just says, that's so on the nose. Uh, uh, beginning of this movie, in this little van scene, there are like eight times. And M. Night Shyamalan, with his script, is just smacking you on the head going, do you get it? Do you get it? It's about them growing up. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, we get it. <laughs> Uh, we learn that they're on vacation. Again, we get, oh, you're too young, you'll understand when you're older, and stop wishing away this moment. And I just put, oh my god, Shyamalan, please stop. <laughs> it's oh so ham-fisted with it. I feel like you watched this movie really in depth, where I just watched it. <laughs> but I was just sat there like, did you not, like, did you not pick up on these? Like, it's, it's, they say it like eight times. I mean, later on in the movie, I was like, oh, why does he keep saying that? Why does she keep saying that? And then, oh, like it all came together at the mm. end of the movie. This just felt so ham-fisted, though. It was, it, it felt obnoxious. It was like, your movie's already called Old. Uh, have you seen the trailer? For, did you watch the trailer for this? Um, um, either when it came out last year or before no. watching No. No? I can't remember why. I think I just saw it. Somewhere. Somewhere in the evening. But I like clicked out of it. Maybe when I was watching a true crime documentary or something. Mm, yeah, probably. YouTube. Um, we, we see that the mum is texting. I uh, put possible workaholic. So there's some sort of tension there between the mum and the dad. And I was like, oh, maybe it's because she works too much and he doesn't like it. Um, they pull up to what is a stunning resort. This hotel is fucking oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of when me and my husband, Ryan, went um, on our honeymoon to Thailand. Did your hotel look like that? Yeah. Like, you pull up in a van and, like, everyone's standing out. They take your luggages. And they offer you drinks as well. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we went before we watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like a nice... It's like a... It's like a detox tea from when you, you know, got off your plane and stuff. Oh, really nice. Cool. Also, okay. go to Thailand. I just, <laughs> I've never experienced anything like this, so I just thought it was really weird. Because um, there were, yeah, there's the group of people waiting for them. The manager takes them inside. They get specialized cocktails. And there's also all this, what looks like lavender, some sort of purple flowers everywhere. I don't think it oh, ever yeah. comes up again in the movie. But I was just like, why is Because it? it like lingers on a shot of it. And I'm like, are these flowers important? <laughs> No, no, they're really not. I don't think so, anyway. Um, the the kids go to the drink station where they meet um, Idlib. I had to look up, look up how to spell his name because <laughs> every time somebody said it, I was like, I, 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 is that the right name? Am I... Am I being culturally insensitive or something? Cause it, <laughs> it's quite a cute Idlib. name, Idlib. I like it. I like it a lot, but I... Because of the way some of these characters speak, they've got quite strong accents, so I was like, am I mishearing them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we learned that um, Trent, this is when we find out their names. Trent is the little boy who does not speak like human. And, <laughs> and he's there with his sister, Maddox. I like the name Maddox if we're talking about names that we like. I think Maddox is As a, a first great name. name. Yeah. Is it normally a last name? Yeah, it's um, my stepbrother's partner's last name. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that was a last Maddox, name. Maddox, yeah. 
So I was like, oh. Maddox. Surprisingly, I, like I forgot the name during the movie. <laughs> You're like, that one. <laughs> um, we learned that um, Idlib is the resort manager's son. Um, and I know, I've made a note here, there's, uh, Trent seems like a bit of a dick to this kid at first. Because the kid's just like, I like, I collect conch shells. And he's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Trent. <laughs> Trent, don't be a dick. Um, they, they go and view their room, which also, fucking gorgeous. This hotel is just amazing. I would stay here um, with some caveats. I would not drink the cocktail. I would not go to the beach. <laughs> um, yeah, I just put this bl- uh, place is beautiful. Um... The camera shot of this scene when they're in the hotel room is all from outside and it kind of looks... Because we've got mum on the outside and then we've got dad and the kids on the inside and it kind of feels like we're sort of intruding on their um, on their holiday or something like that. I just thought it was... That's the feeling I got from oh, it yeah. as well, which is kind of plays into the tension that they already have in this relationship that we sort of learn more about in a minute and then we learn m- way more about later on. But I just thought that was really cool. It feels cold despite how like playful it is because we're watching from the outside it feels like we're spying on them yeah it was really nice i like that (laughs) kids show off their new bathing suits uh we get some dad jokes um he jokes around with them no kids on the beach and stuff like that we learn that mum's name is prisca also a beautiful name prisca i did not like her did not like her well we'll find out later on but (laughs) just in general as a character Um, but yeah, she stays outside while they're all sort of horsing around and everything like that. Um, next thing we see, it's the the next day. Idlib and Trent are going around asking everyone's names and occupations. And I just put, is this the laziest way to get character information to the audience? See, I got <laughs> bloody hell, kid. What's your name and occupation? <laughs> get a job. Nosy. <laughs> it's, again, it's so like, it's something kids would do, but not the way yeah. they do it. <laughs> It feels so robotic and weird. I think it also depends where you're from, though. You know, different places, different cultures. Like, some places you can go up to someone and be like, what is your name and occupation? They're like, oh, well. Mm, But this is like, again, this is mainly Trent doing it as well. But I don't know. The confidence of that kid. The confidence of that kid. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But like, also, I couldn't decide whether this was lazy script writing or not. Because of, you know, what's the easiest way to get across what these people do and how they'll be useful yeah. and what their names are. And I was like, is this the laziest way or is this the smartest way? <laughs> because we, we meet some people. We meet Sophie, who's a chef. We meet Greg, who's a cop. We meet Maylee, Miley, someone like that, who's a dancer. Um, I wrote this information down before I remembered that it is completely redundant apart from Greg. I was wondering what kind of dancer she was that I was like, exotic? <laughs> She's obviously she was my beautiful. Head. She was gorgeous. Yeah, so maybe exotic. Maybe an exotic dancer. And good for her. I hope she gets good tips. Well, she'll be able to do. <laughs> um, we get Maddox watching the boys on the beach. She's reached that age where boys are now interesting. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, the boys are like <laughs> playing um, volleyball or something like that. And she just stands on the corner watching them for a bit. Yeah. Like, oh, she's kind of shy. Um, Idlib says he has no friends because they all leave. And I'm like, oh. Hmm. That was a bit upsetting. That was a... A bit upsetting for the child and also a bit suspicious as well. 
Oh, really? I was a little sad. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess it makes sense because he is the, the hotel manager's son. So everyone else coming here oh, is Oh, like, yeah, if he lives there. And yeah. yeah, if he lives there and everyone else is only there for a holiday, then yeah, all his friends leave. But at the same time, we know it's a horror movie. So I said, they're like, more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, parents are having a confrontation. Um, they say that this is the last ho- holiday before they divorce. So we learn that there is definite, definite sad tension in this relationship. Prisca has some sort of medical issue that we learn about. We don't learn more about it until later, but she says that, you know, there's something there and it's drove them to do something, but we don't know what that is yet. Uh, we also learn that dad's name is Guy. That's Just a fantastic name. Guy. Hi, my name's Guy. Your husband had a guy in Rosemary's Baby as well. The husband in Rosemary's Baby was called Guy. Maybe they just can't think of another name. Mm, like, oh, I don't know. Or then. He's well, just... he is a guy. <gasps> he's just an average Joe, you know? He's just a guy. <gasps> My God! <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, as that argument escalates, uh, we cut to the kids listening from the other room, and I always hate it. Hate it oh, in dramas or horrors or anything like that. When parents are fighting, I mean, Sean and I, my partner and I have just been watching Dharma. And in the second episode, there's a lot of that as well. Parents screaming at each other and the child is in, like sat in the hallway having to listen to it. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. I don't like that. It's like, if you're going to have an argument, get privacy. Or do it via text or something. I don't know. Don't scream in front of your kids. It's, oh, it just made me feel so sad. Especially because, like, Maddox is sort of holding Trent. It's like she's trying to protect him from it. It's very sweet. And that sort of plays into their relationship throughout this entire movie. They're looking out for each other constantly. Um, Trent opens a letter he got from Idlib, which is a puzzle. I remember doing this as a kid. Did you ever do this as a kid? The sort of, um, what are they called? Code breakers or something like that? I'm not sure. I can't remember. We just do little symbols, and each symbol's a letter, and then you give. Probably for girl guides. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice! Like girl, like um, like Boy Scouts, but yeah, for yeah. females, girl guides. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I used to just do this in class for shits and giggles because I was bored and lonely. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had friends to pass it to. Um, they mentioned there's an ice cream eating contest tomorrow. Great. Hurry, there's uh, events going oh, on. I can't eat ice cream very well. Apparently I eat it wrong. You eat it wrong? How do you eat ice cream wrong? Because, you know, you're meant to, like, lick ice cream or, like, save I bite. I'm like... Oh, you bite it? Oh, no, my teeth are too sensitive. Yeah, so that. am I. But I'm just like, I want the ice cream. And then <laughs> like, I just get greedy. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, I've never heard of someone eating ice cream wrong. Did Ryan tell you this? Did he say you're eating it wrong? I can't remember who told me. like, what are you doing? Not eating ice cream. <laughs> the only time, the only time I can agree that that is the wrong way to eat it is if it's a popsicle, and that's because it's ice, and chewing ice just like sets my teeth on edge. People yeah. who, like bite into um, popsicles and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I think no. it just takes too long, so I'm just like, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer the pain. <laughs> Two minutes later, brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a sinister change in like tone and. Um, music and stuff like that as we see a van parked by the beach it doesn't really mean anything but it will later (laughs) but that's like like uh, they change the lighting there's like a a horror sting as we see this van parked on the side of the beach we see a man and a woman um on the beach she strips she goes into the water all seductive like like draw me like one of your french girls oh yeah um and he just watches a little creepily but he watches 
next thing, but that we just skip right over that, because the next thing we see is um, breakfast at back at the resort. We meet Crystal, who's calcium deficient. Again, this feels like such lazy um, script writing to just outright say everything. It feels like you should be doing something more subtle, and she's just like. Um, what do you have? Because I'm calcium deficient. I need to eat very specific things. I think she was just being a fussy cow. <laughs> Look, I'm lactose intolerant and I'll still flip and eat stuff and drink stuff and just deal with the stomach ache. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, suck it up, Crystal. But she looks like... She, I, I, I don't know if she ever says in it, but I feel like she's an influencer. She's got that vibe to her. Oh, like she's an Instagram star or something like that. It, she gives off I that thing. She and she's totally yeah. eye fucking the waiter as well. That entire time. The whole thing. Like the first time I meet her though, so it's the the older lady. Yes, the older lady, the older gentleman. Charles. Is Charles. 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 Charles is the doctor who we learned yeah, about. Yeah, and then later. Crystal. Crystal and, and I her wasn't daughter. sure who was with who. I thought maybe Crystal and her daughter were like Charles' kids or something. I thought she might have been like 16 or something. Just looked no, really old with they grossness. I think they're a couple. Do they they are say? a couple. They are a couple. Okay, I think they say a little bit later on, but yeah. But in the beginning, I'm like, what? Um, Crystal immediately turns to her daughter and tells her to sit up. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, or she'll be hunched um, when hunched she grows. Back. She'll be hunched back when she grows up and that turns the boys off. And my note here just says, fuck off, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, leave your four-year-old four daughter alone and stop pushing your beauty standards on her. But also, yes, sit up straight. It's bad for your back. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're fucking hunched right now. I'm hunched, I'm, I'm, I'm hunched into the microphone and I grew up like this. So. <laughs> TV we dinners. Blame, we can blame my parents. <laughs> no, honestly, at the dinner table, I was being flicked on the ear for not sitting up straight. So I flicked like you on the ear for sitting on a chair wrong at work. You're not my real mom. <laughs> um... But yes, the, the, there's that, you know, sit up straight because the boys won't like you. And I just hate that. Sit up straight because it's bad for your back. Yeah. Oh, oh but yeah. Yeah. She pisses me off. This entire movie, she kind of pisses she me off. She had daddy issues, okay? She had, she definitely <laughs> has daddy issues. Um, the manager comes, comes over to Prisca and the family and tells them that there is a secluded beach. She doesn't tell, uh, he doesn't tell many people about it. Um, you know, it's a natural anom anomaly. And the family agrees that they'll go. And he says that it's our little secret, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a big old red flag rider. <laughs> Gonna get murdered. <laughs> Just come to this dark alleyway. Don't tell anyone you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he then uh, tells Idlib off for being in the sort of guest area because he's not meant to make friends with um, people his dad does not agree with. Which we learn about later, but... At, yeah. at first, it sounds kind of cruel. It's like, no, no, you can't be friends with these people. Go away. <laughs> uh, we hear a crash, um, and there's a woman at another table having a seizure. Um, <laughs> again, slightly lazy. Uh, uh, what I feel like is slightly lazy uh, script writing. We get Charles runs over and he goes, "I'm a doctor," which is perfectly fine. That's a normal thing to say. You rush over and you let them know that you're a medical professional. I can do something about it. But then the other guy turns to him and goes. I'm a nurse. <laughs> and my name is Jaron. And I'm like, okay, cool. We have a name and occupation for this guy. That's awesome and all, but like... 
doctors and nurses, they do totally different things as well. Yeah, your dad's a nurse, professional yes, nurse. Yes, so my and dad's has been for how long? Like nearly 40 years. He's been a professional nurse for 40 years. Yeah, so they do like a lot of it. And doctors just, you know... They don't, nurses don't get enough credit for what they do. Just they're, they're like the... Doctors are like, I'm a doctor. Yeah. And the nurses are like... Coke, coke, coke. And yeah, yeah, like, we, yeah, we do a lot of the grunt work and a lot of the hard yeah. work. We just did all this shit. But, you know, it's all good. But my note just says here, just says, is he bored while he's, is M. Night Shyamalan bored while he's writing this script? Is that why he can't be asked doing it? It's just like, oh, I don't know how to get... I'm a nurse! Is he stoned? So it sounds like way better than it really is. And my name is Jaron. I'm a nurse! There we go. Now we don't have to explain it later. It's not like we have to show that he's a nurse or anything like that. We can just say it. Um, we learned that the woman has epilepsy, um, and her name is Patricia, and a moment later she wakes up Patricia. And, oh. Patricia. She's lovely. Um, she, she immediately makes a joke about it, and I can appreciate that. Um, I've had friends who have, like, not epileptic fits, but have had, like, seizures and stuff like that, and, you know, to lighten the mood straight after an event like that, good on her. Yeah. Because it's clearly something that this woman has to live with. She's epileptic. She probably has one every couple of weeks, maybe every month or something like that, which must be so difficult. So the fact that she doesn't take it, I mean, she probably takes it seriously, but doesn't like dampen the aura of the the breakfast, I guess, is well, she's good to break on her. the tension, you know? Yeah, she's breaking she's, the tension. Instead of being embarrassed, being like, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. everyone. Sorry. I hope it didn't uh, ruin your breakfast and everything like that. Cool. Um, we cut to the family in the van and Trent finds another note in his bag. This is such a quick thing that if, you, if you're not watching the screen, you will have missed it. And yeah, it becomes, I totally missed it. <laughs> it becomes such an important plot point later. So I'm really uh, like, why didn't they linger on this a tiny bit more? It's just a blue, blue little piece of paper that he goes, oh, and then starts back in his yeah, bag. Yeah, he could have been like, oh, no. Uh, mm. and then maybe, I'll do like, it later. Yeah, I'll do it later. Or maybe the mum or dad turn around and goes, oh. Just put that away for now. You don't enjoy yeah. the scenery. This is like... family time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's such a quick moment. Like, if you, I don't know, you went to take a sip of your drink, you missed it. You've missed it. Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> and this becomes such an important <laughs> plot point later. Um, we get the director cameo. M. Night Shyamalan is the driver of the van. Oh, fuck is it? That, that's... <laughs> He does this, Sorry, sir. <laughs> he does this in all of his movies. He does a little cameo. This is his. This is his old cameo. He that is the band cameo. I mean, it's not really a cameo because he comes back later as well. Oh my gosh. Um, Prisca, Prisca's family is joined by the doctor, Crystal, an old lady, and a dog, and Crystal's daughter as well. Do we ever learn the old lady's name? I think we might do, but I don't know. Old if lady. Really <laughs> oh, old lady. <laughs> I don't know. Um, driver makes sure that everyone has left their passports in their rooms. <laughs> Which I guess, because we know the context that it's a horror movie, we know it's bad. If it was just regular context, it would make sense. He's yeah, like, see, again, like in Thailand, we left all our important documents and stuff in the hotel room, locked yeah. in the safe. Exactly, that's exactly what You don't want to lose said. it and be stuck in this country, you know, so... It's only because we know it's a horror movie that we're like, oh, mm. But, um, yeah, uh, Trent as asks everyone's names and occupations again. Uh, I, I, yeah, again, lazy writing thing, or is this just disguised as a character quirk? 
for Trent? Is this just I think something it, doesn't he does? his sister mention something like, oh, he's really good at remembering and stuff? Mm. And he does do this often. Um, we we go through a locked gate that says says that this area is a a nature, nature preserve, reserve, yeah. yeah, nature reserve, nature preserve, whatever. Uh, the van gets unloaded. That is a massive basket of food. Did you clock this as well? That basket is fucking huge. Yeah, and they're like, can we get some help to the beach? The guy's like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my note, I read it differently. I just put, the doctor is such a Karen. Because <laughs> he's holding God. it. And I think it's his tone more than anything. He's like, can we get some help with this? Yeah, well, look who he's married to, okay? <laughs> he's used to the high standard. <laughs> It's probably a doctor in Hollywood, like a plastic surgeon doctor. Oh, yeah, probably. Actually. You know? Um, they, we, we get a cool shot of them walking through the canyon. Um, yeah, they just have to walk through the canyon and they'll be at the beach. We get a cool shot of a couple of people walking past in slow motion as they go through the go through the canyon bit. And I, I guess that kind of represents the like time difference or whatever like that. They're crossing... I, I saw it as that anyway. They're crossing that line between where time is regular and where... Um, their bodies are speeding up but that's how I read it anyway I'm probably reading too much into it it was probably just because they needed to pad out the runtime. <laughs> so like put in some slow motion do it <laughs> they arrive at the beach uh, and I'm not gonna lie the view is fucking gorgeous this place is so pretty so it was really nice a hidden gem but I've never known a beach to be hidden like that by a canyon yeah, by a canyon and, like, a sheer <laughs> cliff edge. Like, it's just... Yeah. But it does add to the beauty, because I think we get we get a shot from the other side looking into the canyon, don't we? Yeah. And you just see this massive cliff face and then this beautiful beach, and it's, it really is gorgeous. Um, the Doctor spots a man set against a rock. This is the same man we saw earlier with Sexy Lady, who oh, likes women. Mid-sized. <laughs> Wait. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I put the what same man, name. The, the same man we see earlier. Uh, he immediately moves his thing, so we sort of learn that the doctor is possibly racist because he puts his stuff down, sees sees the black guy against the wall, and goes, um, "No, let's 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 go sit over there." And I'm oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I seen the guy, and I'm like, "How long has he been waiting there?" Yeah. Wasn't there like this morning? Was it or... the morning? Or you know, I thought it might have been like. Going into night time. Oh, like at dusk or something like that. Yeah. But given the given the time stuff, it must have been that morning, right? I'm not sure. Because he would be like... Anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, my note here just says, tell me you're racist without telling me you're racist. <laughs> um, Crystal starts taking selfies. Because, of course, she does. And she's got too much makeup on. I'm just going to say it. I don't think she looks pretty. Makeup on. She's got too much tan. I did not realise who she was. What other movie she was from? And I thought she was absolutely beautiful in this other movie. What was the other movie? Um, I can't even remember. Because <laughs> I oh. just thought, she's got so much yeah. on. You would not, like, um, you would not recognise. It's going to turn out that she's, like, a beauty model or something like that. Maybe, it must have been um, done on purpose then, this, like... I don't want to say cake face because I feel like that's offensive. But she's got so much makeup on that she almost looks like a drag queen. Oh, yeah. So the she's an Australian model called Abby Lee. Okay. Um, and she was also in... Oh, she's 35. 
She's 35. She is, um, she was dubbed a supermodel, so she is a supermodel. I am. She is, she is gorgeous, but that, that makeup just looks terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Um, what was she in? We'll, yeah, we'll find it in a second. Um, <clears throat> the kids go, go and play. This is, uh, Trent Maddox and Crystal's daughter. Is it Cara or Cara? Cara. I think it's Cara. Cara. Uh, Prisca sits down to read. She asks Guy what she's reading. I know, I picked up on this and I'm not sure what the point was. She like closes a book and hides the cover and she's like, Guy, what am I reading? I'm like, is this a test? Why? Why is she testing him? Especially when we learn out, learn what's wrong in their relationship. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why know. is she, why is she testing him? I think him? she's just trying to find problems. But, um, that, she's from Mad Max Fury Road. She's one of the pregnant girls. Oh, long, okay. long blonde hair, absolutely gorgeous. And in this one, they did her dirty. <laughs> like, literally dirty. <laughs> she's like fake tan, drag queen makeup. Oh, she's horrible. Like, you can, I mean, out of the movie, mm. it shows you, like, you know, if you really take care of yourself and wear simple makeup and all that jazz, you can look gorgeous. And then if you really overdo it, then you could just look like a, oh my God. She looks, she looks weird. She does. Anyway, Max recognizes, uh, sorry, Maddox, not Max. Maddox recognizes the man against the rocks as the rapper mid-size sedan. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just what? there like, oh my God. Wait, what would your rapper name be? I don't know. I don't know. But mid-size sedan is just... I'd be like Big Tits McGee or something. <laughs> <laughs> Big Tits Becky. I want to be like... Okay. Big ass Jerry. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, big ass Jerry? <laughs> but mid-sized sedan, like it doesn't even like roll off the tongue nicely no, or anything like that. Like, what is a mid-sized sedan? I don't. It's so stupid. Is my car like know. mid-sized? Like, what is? Is this just M Night doesn't know rap? Is that is that the thing? Oh, like, where, where's Eminem, Dr. Dre? You know these names that sort of There's roll Ice off Cube. your tongue. Ice Cube goes. Yeah, Ice Cube's Ice cool. Cube. Ice Cube's cool. Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> I imagine going to his concert or whatever like that, and you have to wonder who the opening act is. Oh, here comes one-wheeled moped. <laughs> <laughs> opening Woo! for mid-sized sedan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, we get the old lady playing with Kara. Kara uh, and Trent make friends with each other. Uh, Trent and Maddox explore the caverns a bit. The kids start playing freeze tag. It's basically just a, a mini montage of everyone sort of having beach fun. Uh, Prisca and Kara play dolls, and uh, th there's a moment of realization as he sort of acts out um, this scenario while they're playing dolls. With uh, he does some he does some yelling, and it's like things his he's probably heard his parents say as well. Like it's very grown up things. It's not like, oh, I'm mad at you. It's like actual sentences that he's probably heard his mum or his dad yell. Yeah. And his, that little moment where Prisca looks over and sees that is kind of heartbreaking where she sees what she's been doing to her kids. Um, the kids start commenting about how hungry they're getting. Oh, yeah. But I thought that was normal because my kid's are always hungry, especially <laughs> right. before bed. You've got first-hand experience. How often do kids complain that they're hungry? Um, well, when it's bedtime, <laughs> my daughter complains quite a bit. What, that she's hungry? Yeah. At bedtime? Yeah, you got to try avoid getting to bed. What? I'm hungry. I'm hungry. What does she want to eat at Anything bedtime? and everything. Oh, except for, you know, vegetables. 
Well, that's but... that's your trick then. You go, okay, you want to stay up and have a snack? Okay, here's a broccoli. Oh, I've, I've tried. <laughs> but no, no, mummy, I'm hungry. <laughs> that's not food. <laughs> and then, oh, our son just eats way too much. Um, <laughs> they find a they find a stash of dolls, cutlery, and other pieces buried in the sand. It's like a little treasure trove of just old bits. Um, and the kids finally decide to play hide and seek. Trent hides behind a rock. Uh, he notes that there's no fish in the water at all. Nothing. Oh, yeah. No, nothing there. And then something floats up and nudges him. Oh yeah, gross and... dead body floating by. Yeah. It's... Dum dum dum. It's, it's just a corpse. <laughs> He tells his parents that there's something in the water. Mid-sized sedan walks over to the commotion. They pull the body body out, and it's the the woman that we saw mid-sized sedan with earlier who went swimming. So you're like, oh, oh, okay. Did you have what were your thoughts at this point? We're like, oh, did he kill her? Like, what were your thoughts on this? Oh, I was just like floating body. <laughs> did, you, did you just think? Did you think that she just I was, sort of drowned? Okay, at or this something? point, I was slightly bored. Like, why am I watching this movie? <laughs> I could be catching up on sleep. Oh, dead body. Oh, it might get interesting. <laughs> this is where my notes, um, I stopped writing mid-sizedan and just started writing MSS. <laughs> oh, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I wrote a whole bunch of things. Like, why is his nose bleeding? Yeah, yeah, he stands there and his nose just starts bleeding um, as he mentions that he knows the body. He it just keeps getting blood. And then again, like, it feels like there is racism. Like, oh, you killed her. Like, they totally jump yeah. on the guy. Not everyone, though. It's Charles. It's specifically Charles who jumps on it. That's... Which is weird because, I mean, his partner is, like, trying to tan <laughs> She's fish. got so much fake tan on. But... Oh, my gosh. Um, they cover the body in a towel. Um, well, the group asks Midsize Sedan, you know, what happened? Um, he said that she swam out, but she didn't come back. And then they ask him why his nose is bleeding. And they sort of, you know, they sort of think that that's a hint. Like, you know, she tried to defend herself and she, she smacked his nose and that's why it's bleeding. And I'm like, this lady's fucking pearl white. She's been dead for a while. Like, his nose would not still be bleeding. Yeah. She's been, yeah, she's been dead longer than a couple of minutes. Um, the old lady, Charles's mum, uh, sort of mentions that her chest feels funny. Um... <laughs> Crystal and um, Agnes, we learn that... Oh, yeah, the old lady's name is Agnes. I did write it down. Oh, Agnes. Oh, these names. That's such an old lady name as well. <laughs> Chris, we learn that Crystal and Agnes don't really get along. Um, right. I just well, don't... why would they? <laughs> I know it's so so mean. I just put, don't worry, Agnes, I don't like her either. Because <laughs> <laughs> Agnes is so cute. You're seeing her, like, taking Kara out to the water, you know, playing, splashing in the ocean and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, she's so cute. Well, mum Crystal is just in the background taking selfies. Oh, oh, oh she pisses me off. <laughs> Every, I've noticed there's a running theme in, in this show. Every episode, me and whoever my guests are, we, we just pick someone in this mo- in whatever movie we're doing and just mercilessly... What, and hate on them? Yeah, just hate on them the entire time. Oh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I should be hating on the writer. Yeah, or the we- Okay, somewhere between here, I can't remember where, but there are some weird camera shots happening, like of legs and backs, and I'm like, what? Where are we? Like, yeah, it's 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 trying to it's trying to hide information that doesn't need to be hidden. I've got a note on that a little bit later when the kids have their first like up change to being teenagers. Oh yeah. But um, Trent mentions that his trunks are getting too tight, um, or they feel too tight anyway. Guy, we learn that Guy calculates insurance for a living, um, which explains some of the random spouting of information he's done like throughout the film. 
earlier in the movie he does it as well. It's like, did you know that 2.8% of blah, 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 and I zone out. Because <laughs> I'm not paying attention to it. No, neither. Um, it's like Sedan assures everyone that he didn't do anything. Oh, we get the uh, we get the obligatory modern horror movie trope of oh I don't have reception <laughs> because every modern horror movie now needs to tick that one off on the um, horror movie bingo. Um, uh, then we get Jaron and Patricia arrive at the beach. Oh yes, they arrived late, didn't they? Yeah, they arrived yeah. late because um, Patricia needed to lie down for a bit or something like that after her seizure that that morning, which is absolutely fair enough. Um, we learned that the, we finally learned that the doctor's name is Charles. This is, I think, the first time they actually say his name. Who immediately accru- uh, accuses Midsizerdan of causing the woman's death, and says that his nose is bleeding. Oh, Midsizerdan says that his nose, nose has actually been bleeding for hours, and he doesn't know why, and he can't get it to stop. And I'm like, that's that's kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't know why I found that creepy, but I do. It's that I know there is like a blood clotting disease that like. Well, Ryan's blood actually has problems clotting. Oh, does it? Yeah. So whenever, if he has to go for a surgery, then they have to get, um, what is it? Um, platelets? Is it platelets? It's something anyway. Yeah. I think it's platelets in your blood. Yeah. So he had to, um, do that one day, um, when he had an operation because his blood doesn't clot, but that's because of all the medical. Yeah, it's because of the medication these are now. Mm. I don't know why he didn't faint, though. Like, if I was losing that much blood... You, your body has a lot of blood in it. Yeah, but from your nose... Like, you would mm. get... Yeah. Uh, well, it's not, like, a huge amount. It's not, like, gushing. It's just a dribble every now and again, and he has to, like, wipe it off. Because we see yeah, it. How long has he been wiping for? <laughs> a while. Um, Crystal runs over to the group and says that there's something wrong with Agnes. She just collapsed. Oh, yes. Wait. So I also wrote a note here and I was like, is everyone sick? And these are the symptoms or the things I think people are sick with. Oh, you caught up. You caught onto this before. I did. So I was like, hmm, um, MS, epilepsy, maybe a cancer or tumor. Okay. Yep. Stress. Uh-huh. Fake tan addiction. <laughs> I wrote that. Uh, I the wonder doc- who that could be. <laughs> the doctor is losing his mind, a blood clotting problem, and then the old lady's just old. <laughs> they just send her out there because they're like oh she's old she's old she's fine <laughs> so you actually caught on to the sort of premise well, of I did I was beforehand. like what's going on because a lot of these people are sick mm, like they, they have some sort of outgoing medical yeah. condition and I also thought maybe a cancer or tumour because she had shorter hair oh who's this Prisca oh, yeah and I Prisca. was like mm. uh, you know something's there something yeah yeah yeah, absolutely well you're, you're bang on the money um, we don't learn about that until a bit later but yeah you're absolutely right I'm yeah, I I think I caught onto this as well when I saw it in cinemas as well. I was like, why are all these people fucking sick? Yeah. Um, Jaron uh, Jaron heads back through the canyon to try and get some cell reception, um, and just wakes up on the beach a couple of seconds later, um, sort of hinting that we can't leave. <laughs> yeah. No one can leave anymore. It's trap, guys. Um, Agnes gives us a little hint that there's something wrong with Charles as well. When she's collapsed on the sand, she just mentions that there's there's something wrong with her son or like, you know, don't let them know or something like that. We don't know what it is specifically, but that's our hint that there's yeah. something wrong with um, the Dr. Charles as well. And I, yeah, this is where I, I, I wrote a, a patterns forming here. We, we know that Crystal is calcium deficient. 
Prisca, we already know, has some sort of medical condition because they talked about it in the hotel. Uh, Charles, Agnes has just said that there's something wrong with Charles, and we know Patricia has epilepsy. Yeah. So, yeah. And the fake tang addiction. <laughs> yeah, the, the fake tang addiction lady is actually yeah. calcium deficient as well. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, because the nose kept bleeding, I was like, there's something to be wrong with his nose, not yeah, clotting. So. Yeah, it's not clotting properly. Um, Prisca tells the doctor that there's something wrong with Trent as well. Because she's noticed that, like, the, his um, swimming shorts just aren't fitting anymore. Uh, and the dog won't stop. Why is she looking at his pants? Because he mentions that they're tight. Oh, yeah. they're, getting, they're, they're getting too tight. And she's just like, oh, you're bigger than you were before. So she's, uh, so she's mentioning there's something wrong with Trent. I noticed that the, the little dog won't stop barking at Agnes. And I think it's so sweet. Because, you know, dogs know about yeah, medical. dogs are, yeah. That they can, like, sniff out cancer and stuff like that. And he, like, won't stop barking at Agnes trying to be like, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Oh, it's so cute. Unfortunately, we know what happens to um, dogs in, in horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I got, oh, dog died. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that comes in a little bit, I think. But yes, at least it wasn't as gruesome as in other horror movies. It just sort of passed away from old age, I guess. Yeah. But, um... Well, because also, just thinking about it now, dogs age differently than humans. Dogs don't live as long as humans do. Yeah. They live in dog years. Yeah. And that dog already looked old, so... Yeah. An hour on the beach that that pup was yeah. cast away. So sad. Anyway, we, we, we get a cool shit... Uh, cool shit of the kids. We get a cool <laughs> shot of the kids. Um, and this is what you're talking about with the weird angles. Um, yes. Because, yeah, we see, like, an arm or a leg or, like, a foot. But we never actually see the full child. But you can sort of tell that Kara is... Seems bigger. She seems taller. And Trent sounds... His voice is deeper. Um... Trent points out that there's something shiny on the hillside. Yeah, the weird lights on the hilltop. Yeah. Like, what are they? Did you have any idea what this well, was before first it gets I was revealed? like, is this just because I've also got this movie is kind of boring. <laughs> it's a fucking weird movie. I was like, did they just forget to move something shiny and they're just there? Like, it's, it's a bother like, cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> we, 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 get, um, we get Agnes has stopped breathing. Oh yeah. Our old lady character has unfortunately passed away. Passed away. Charles tries CPR, but it's too late. Um, it's very sad because I like this old lady. I thought she was nice. Um, Trent asking. Oh yeah, we get Trent asking what Jaron and Patricia. You know, what are their names and and what are your professions? We, we learned that um, we already knew that Jaron was a nurse, but we also learned that Patricia is a psychologist. Um, we also, yeah, it sort of hinted that Trent has, like, an eidetic memory or something like that. Yeah. Like, he just keeps that information stored in his head somehow. Which is very cool. Um, Jaron has a little guessing game about how old Trent is. Uh, he's, he's like, oh, you're, you're 11. And he's like, no, I'm six. <laughs> he's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, I am. <laughs> um... Priska comes on, uh, comes over to Jaren and Patricia and, you know, is asking for her children. Where are my kids? Have you seen my kids? And she doesn't recognize them because yeah. they're stood there. But they're, they're, um, they're teenagers now. Like, um, uh, Maddox looks, what, 16, 17, some, or something like that? And Trent's, what, hit 13, something like About that? About it, yeah. He's just hitting his teenage, teenager years. And my, my note here just says, God, Trent is just bone. The, the little actor who's playing, like, 13-year-old Trent is just bone. He's just a skeleton. It's really... <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I was just wondering why 
like if they were cold. <laughs> I was I mean, yeah. just wondering if they were cold. That beach did seem pretty windy. Yeah, and I was like, aren't, aren't they cold? No. Like, if you guys are stuck here, like, aren't you guys more panicky? No offence. You can't get out. There's no sour reception. Be more panicky. Well, they haven't... Start a fire. I don't know why they haven't really confirmed that they can't leave yet. Because Jaren had his little passing out thing, but nobody else has tried to leave yet. Yeah. I don't know. uh, Jaren just sort of gets on with his day. He's like, oh, I passed out. Oh, that's weird. Uh, You 11 years old? (laughs) (laughs) Like, maybe we should try leaving. (laughs) Um, Wait. Did any of them go toilet in this time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Does your metabolism move really fast as well? Like, well, they're eating to, a lot. Do you have to constantly poop? <laughs> like, oh, very weird. Um, anyway, guy realizes what's happened to his kids as well. Midsize sedan runs for the canyon. Charles gives chase. Neither of them make it very far. We get this sort of disorientating shot as like the camera's wiggling about and yeah. it's like phasing in and out of focus and stuff like that. They get head pain, they get disorientated, and then they both wake up on the beach together. I, I thought this was actually quite cool. What a cool way of showing it as well. Because, like, um, mid-sized sedan pops up and he goes, oh, shit. And then Charles pops up and goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, it's like they have no control of their body once they hit that spot. Yeah. And I thought that was really quite cool. Instead of just, like, that. falling back, they, like, back off. Yeah, it's not like they passed out where they were. It's like their body went, oh, nope, go back. <laughs> Um, they decide to go in groups of two into the canyon, and I, my note here just says, how would groups of two help? I don't understand. Where is this logic coming from? Two of them just went in. Charles and, Charles and... I think it's like they can go different ways, but I'm not sure. Mm. But my thing also is, no one has inquired to what the time is. Like, what's the time? I would. I always check what the time is. Mm. Why is no one on this beach? I know you have no cell reception, mm. but you can still probably see what the bloody time is. I'm pretty sure um, Guy's wearing a watch, isn't he? Does he wear a watch? Oh, Charles is. One of them's uh, wearing a watch. A few of them are wearing watches. Yeah. I believe somewhere in here, um, I see that. Oh, here we go. It says, cool watch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who, whose watch? Though? I'm pretty sure Trent has this, like, he's, like, got a cool watch on when he's older. Oh, okay. Oh, I must have missed that. Um, everyone everyone goes out in pairs basically to try and get through the canyon and then everyone wakes up on the beach assumably having blacked out Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they immediately sort of come to the assumption that it must have been something in the food and that was uh, sorry there's something in the food not causing them to black out but that's what's happened to the kids because the kids are the only one who've been eating from the, the basket food they've been eating a lot yeah but I'm like, what food? It's fucking growth hormones. I don't... What did uh, bananas have potassium. <laughs> How many bananas do you need to, to eat to grow, like, five years? I don't know. My son eats, like, one a day. He's quite a big boy. <laughs> He's a banana fiend, isn't he? Mm-hmm. My God. He could eat, like, five a day if he wanted. If I'd let him. <laughs> um, they decide that they... They decide that they need the doctor, Charles, to have a look at the kids. And um, Charles pulls out a knife. It's just my note here. I'm yeah. Like, it's not very... It's not great. It's like, we need the doctor to have a look at our kids. You look over at the doctor and he's got a switchblade. No <laughs> offence, but as a mother, if my kids were accelerating growth, I'd be freaking out a lot more. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like, mm. I would be stressing. I would be freaking. These people seem half-assed I, about it. I don't want to, like... I'm sure the actors are doing their best with this script, but Prisca and Guy, for most of this movie, I just found uninteresting to watch 
There's a scene yeah. later that I say is the like beautiful scene of the movie, and I love it. But most of this movie, I'm just like, why did they, they seem so like disinterested <laughs> in what's going on? Um, but maybe that's just a, what M. Night Shyamalan wanted from the characters. I don't know. No, I don't know. Um, anyway, Charles takes his knife and slashes at mid-sized sedan. Um, <laughs> Doctor seems to be losing his mind or something. Um, he, he doesn't really know what's get, going on. He seems to be confused about everything. I was everything. confused. I said, this whole fucking movie makes no sense at all. And I've also got a note here saying, super healing power. Hours. Yes, that's right. Because yes. he gets cut on the face, he he grabs hold of it and to like nurse it as you would, and especially knowing what his medical condition is later, you would. Yeah. And then he pulls his hand away, and it's a scar. There's there's not a cut there anymore. It's, it's so just a scar. scar. Yeah, it's healed. Um, Midsize Sedan mentions that the girl he was with was also sick, had MS, which I'm not sure what MS is. Um, that's not the blood clotting thing, is it? No, so MS is... Uh, how do I describe it? So my mum has it. Um, your bones kind of like... You struggle to do things. Like picking up... Like my mum used to sew a like, lot. Um, and she struggles sometimes. Oh, God, what's it called? Um, you, you get it when you're older as well. Um, well arthritis. Is it like arthritis? Kind of. I mean, she has both. So <laughs> it's a struggle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, MS... It, it, it's a struggle to do things through the day. So oh. like she can't work because of it. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Damn. But yeah, we learned that the the blonde lady who um, assumedly drowned or whatever like that uh, had MS. So we were like, ah, another sick person on this beach. Oh, they all sick. They are pattern. Well, not all of them, unfortunately. The oh, other yeah, ones are just true. sort of dragged along to be <laughs> to be. The majority of them are sick. <laughs> the kids, though, why? Hey. <laughs> um, uh, Patricia realizes that there's a connection that a lot of them are sick. Hooray! She's finally made the connection. Good on yeah. you. Um, good on you, Patricia. Kids are uh, rapidly aging. Kara now looks like she's about 13 when she was like five or six um, when Crystal brought her to the beach. Um, the dog dies. This is the point in the movie. I just... My dog oh, here is yes. so short. It just says, oh, dog died. <laughs> oh, did it die later? Oh, I don't know where I am in my notes. All I know is the dog died. Yeah, the dog died and I was really sad. The dog outlived Agnes by a good like 15, 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> so like... <laughs> Five months? Five, ten years? <laughs> I, I forget how time works in this movie. They do explain it later. Um, Jaren says they need to, to swim against the current and go around the coast um, to get out, but it's just too far to go, and you're, like, swimming against the currents. It's very difficult, I assume. It looks like there's pretty strong waves there as well. Yeah. And you do not want to get, like, smashed into the rocks or something like that, because that would be the end of you. Um... This is when we finally learn that um, Midsize Sedan has a clotting defect. His blood does not clot properly, which explains his nose bleeding constantly. Uh, Maddox also mentions that her thoughts are changing as she gets older. Yeah. Which I think is very cool as well. Especially, I have a note later when they're, like, middle-aged. That I think, like, that... um, The way this is handled is specifically beautiful. The, The getting older and the idea that... Yes, your mind changes as you get older, and the way you think changes as you get older. So imagine if you are 11 years old, 20 minutes later you're 16 years old, like, your brain chemistry would be all over the place and you wouldn't know how to handle it properly. I just thought it was cool. I think (laughs) this movie's got great concepts, it really does. It does. Like, I mean, I have here, 
something the one of the things I found interesting that they said mm. um, obviously I can't remember where in the movie it was some time around now was um, so the hair and nails are dead right yes. so your hair and nails are dead and only your alive cells are growing at the accelerated rate so that's something yes. they figured out, and that's one of the things that I thought was really interesting in the movie. Yeah, the fact that they got that right as well is, found is great. boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a minor group therapy session. Um, Charles mentions that he has stress, stress issues. Uh, Prisca and Guy are going through a divorce. They're, um, they're a f- basically, everyone's a family in trouble. Yeah. Um, members, members in that family who have incurable diseases as well, or some sort of, you know... Um, outgoing medical condition um Prisca mentions that she's starting to feel ill and that's uh, this I thought was really cool we get a full pan of the group all sort of talking and by the time we get back to Prisca she just faints yeah she just p- passes out um they mentioned that the the tumor that she has is now the size of a golf ball and a minute later it's the size of a soft ball so her tumor is growing at an extremely accelerated rate um, and the doctor has to perform an emergency surgery on the beach. Um, this is this was my thought when I got to this point in the movie, uh, when I was watching it in cinemas. I was like, does the doctor have dementia? Early onset dementia or something like that? Something that's me- messing with... That's what I... That's his the ability vibe to I like, got. His ability to, like, um, arrange thoughts properly and yeah. stuff like that. Because... Um, uh, He's, he starts talking about a movie. Does anyone know that movie? Yes. No. What movie is Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando in? Yes. And he keeps stopping himself. <laughs> he's about to do it. And he's like, no, no, no. Seriously. What is that movie? It has Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando in it. Yeah. What one is it? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't Google it afterwards Neither either. Neither did I. But I got, it's a very important question. <laughs> yes. That's the question we've answered right now. <laughs> um, he makes the incision, but it immediately heals itself. Um, so they have to hold the skin open um, while the doctor pulls out the tumour. And by the time he pulls it out, it's the size of a football. Um, it's huge. This tumour yeah. is huge when he pulls it out. So literally, they got it just in time before it killed her. Um, and the, the second they let go of her incision, you watch it just sew itself back up. That it's was pretty so cool. cool. It's so cool. Ah, oh, it's yeah, it's awesome. This, the little bits like this are... I was worried about sand getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did everyone wash their hands? <laughs> I think they got a little vodka bottle or something, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, I think they did. Yeah. They had some sort of alcohol to, like, Neba. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Prisco wakes up, um, and mid-sized sedan goes over to the girl's body, and it's only bones now. There's no body, it's just bones. Um, and I love this line. He turns to the group and he's like, can, can we all agree I didn't do that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. I love that. What did you think of this um, body turning to bones, I guess? I thought it was pretty cool, actually. It's a, it's a great way to show what's sort of um, happening. Um, yeah, uh, they mentioned that an exposed body takes about seven Wait, years to decompose. Where did they... What did they do with the dog and... Was it... Agnes? Agnes. I actually, I don't know. Where the fuck did they put them? Did they just... Are they just them? there? Oh my god. Because they'd be bones as well. Or... No, no, they'd take a while to turn to bones, because what, she drowned... They'd be jerky. She... <laughs> <laughs> she drowned in the morning, right? Yeah. 
And we're probably hitting like maybe midday. So now. they'd be close to jerky. So they'd be they'd be starting to decompose. But it's Oof, again this opens smell. so many questions like if all the bacteria move super fast, is there actually bacteria around that can eat the body, or is it all dying too quickly? Mm-hmm. Or is it the bacteria that's already on your body that eats it and that's why it's decomposing? Because time stuff. Because there's already we already know that there's like no fish, no birds in this area. Because they die too quickly. So there can't be bacteria in this area either because it would die too quickly, surely. I don't know. I mean, turtles would be fine. They live long lives. <laughs> they live 100 years. It'll be there for like nearly 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, Longer than humans. They finally they finally mentioned that, yeah, time on the beach is messed up. Um, Heck yeah. And we noticed that Guy is starting to get crow's feet. He's starting to wrinkle. Like you Did you notice, notice that? No. Yeah. He's starting to get crow's feet. I was just like, oh, interesting. No, boring. <laughs> just this movie and me. We, we cut to uh, Trent and Kara in a towel fort. Um, oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> Go on. What's your note for this? <laughs> okay, so they're in a towel fort. I really love this part. Okay, this part I enjoyed. So they're in a towel fort and they're like talking and, uh, you know. La la la. So you go back to the they go back to the rest of the group while these two are in the towel fort, right? Yeah. I think that's where I spotted his yeah, cool watch. Yeah. Break. Um Prisca Prisca when we go back to the group, Prisca mentions that she's figured out the math, I don't know fucking how, but she reckons about half an hour is a year of your life. Yeah. And then something do they ask about the rock? Uh what's in the rock? There might be something in the rock. Yes, they they're about to say that they, they said they're all aging about 50 years a day. So 24 hours would be 50 years. Yeah. Um, Jaren explains why they can't leave. Cells can't reacclimate to the previous progression of time. Um, Big words. But they could, tr- <laughs> they could try leaving the canyon, but they'd have to do it really slowly. Yeah. They, what did they say? They said it would take, like, if they moved slowly enough to acclimate back to the regular time schedule, it'd take you, like, 20 years of your life to walk through the canyon. Because it would be yeah. like... I can't remember how. It would take like an hour to walk through I don't through know. That canyon. wasn't my favourite part, though. Um, Trent and Kara are eating? Is that, is that... No. It's when um, they're in the group and then, you know, someone says, wait, where are the kids? Oh, right. Yes. We, we, we get a quick shot of um, Trent and Kara eating. Um, they're like shoving pasta stuff. And we, we see that Kara's... No, 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 no. Because, we do. No, we wait. Do. They go back and they say, wait, where are the kids? And so, they, okay, these are my notes. Wait, where are the kids? Having sex, you fool! That's what I have in big letters. Oh my god, it's in all caps. Big letters! It's in all fucking caps. It is! Okay? Yeah, and then we go back. And so, what was her name? Uh, what, the, the girl? The girl. Kara. Kara is, you know... Heavily she's pregnant. She's eating a lot, heavily pregnant. I am so pissed off because like, I had a terrible... Like, both my pregnancies were terrible. Throwing up at everything. And this 13-year-old chick... <laughs> 20-minute pregnancy! Well, she'd, be, like, she'd be like 16 at this point. Because legal reasons, I'm pretty sure. No, because Trent was only 15. It's a 15-year-old Trent. Yeah, but every half an hour is another year, so... Depends how long they're having that conversation Either about, way, 20 about that minutes lady's for body. A fucking pregnancy. <laughs> but then my best lines in the movie are coming up. All right, all right. Stop, stop me when we get to it. But um, all right. my my little note here just says uh, Charles keeps looking lost in the background of shots. Like they're all looking at the kids, and Charles is just in the background, sort of looking around, like he's not sure where he is. Uh, this is where I was like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be right. Yeah, no, he's dementia his or mind. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my question here is, 
how did the sperm and egg survive long enough for her to get pregnant? This is my little note. This is my little side thought I okay, had. Okay, well, no, if it is, it, it's most likely going to be a girl. So male sperm is fast but dies early. Right. Female sperm is slow and lasts longer. Wouldn't you need the faster one because of how quickly they're aging? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Female, because we're the boss and you're, you know, whatever. And you're stinky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you that was just my question because, like, surely, like... The life expectancy of sperm uh, can't be long outside of the body, right? So as soon as he, like... Also, ugh. when was her period? They totally skipped a period. You have to, you know... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, a period. Did she ever they have never a period? They never mentioned periods in this movie. way before a period? I don't know. Confusing. Either way. Okay, so h- half an hour is a year of your life. So you'd have 12 periods in a half an hour span. You'd have a period every two minutes. Is that right? Oh dear lord, I don't know. <laughs> Would that you just suck up? <laughs> this is why I'm confused yeah. about how she got pregnant. I don't know, I'm the worst female. <laughs> don't ask big female advice. No, this is yeah. what my mind was doing when she walked out. I, I, <laughs> I was like, huh? Well, yeah, how? she's pregnant. So, you know, that happens really fast. Mm. And then all of a sudden she's about to have, you know. Yeah, she's basically going to give birth. Um, yeah. We get Charles is struggling to see the situation. He can't really tell what's going on. He keeps repeating that phrase, do you know that movie? Yeah. Uh, what and- movie is Jack Nicholson and Marilyn Brando in? <laughs> and Kara goes into labor. Right. My next note is Kara goes into labor. <laughs> is that what you <laughs> yes. wanted? No, okay. Go. So she goes into labor. My bit is so mad. Um. Oh, what's the Trent gets pulled away. Yes. And mid-sized sedan says, what you did is how babies are made. And so 15-year-old Trent says, yeah, but I thought you had to do that like 20 times. <laughs> and then the pregnancy and birth scene. While she's giving birth, or like, you know, mm. while she's giving birth, he gets really upset and you see that his parents fighting have truly had an effect on him because he's like upset he's with I know he's with mid-sized sedan I don't and remember guy as and well. guy his dad, yeah. and he goes I've decided I'm gonna marry her and we are never gonna yell at each other and we are never getting divorced it's so sad it's it so is, sad but that's because he's seen his parents fighting and splitting up I know so. I know exactly but they were my favourite lines in there I was they like were. fuck yes and you're like yeah, yeah awesome but on the other side of this, we've got, um, we got Crystal runs off to get help. The first time I saw this, when I saw this in cinemas, I thought she just abandoned her. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, about oh right. Oh my God, my six-year-old's having a baby. I can't do this. And then liked it. But this time watching it for a second time, I was like, oh, she says she's going to go get help. <laughs> oh, that sort of gives her a, a little more redeeming qualities. <laughs> Well, she's grown up, like, a little bit. Yeah, and um, Patricia takes her place. I love Patricia. Patricia just sits there, holds her hand, and tries to get her through the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, Maddox helps Crystal up as she just... She ran into the canyon and then basically passes out. And we just get a shot of Maddox helping her up. Um, The baby is born. We get a quick camera pan around the group. Yeah. And by the time we get back, the baby's died. Sadly, the baby died, yeah. Things so are... I wrote, get the fuck off the beach. I was just... You were mad at this point. I was I mad and angry. I was like, that baby? Oh my God. Yeah. The, what did they say? They, he died of... They, they use a specific term. Um, it's like uh, not enough attention or something like that, which basically means like, you know, he didn't change them, feed them, sleep them. But... Well, yeah. I mean, as soon as the baby comes out, I mean, you have to... They need you know, to be you, fed. It pretty much gets put on the boob or on milk. Yeah. Within the first, you know, like... 
10, 15 minutes, if that, I assume. I um, I've not had babies, everyone. I mean, <laughs> with my son, who is a, you know, all natural, he was put on the boob for a little bit. Mm. My daughter, who... Has, how, how she was an emergency that? C-section. Ah. Oh, so they pull them straight out and they and clean straight. them up quickly and then it's on the boob. On the boob straight away. Um, right. Yeah, with a C-section, I woke up a little... So it's a few hours. Mm. So obviously that few hours on this movie is going to be extended amount of time. So yeah. it would have starved. The baby starved, basically. Yeah. And the time it took for the camera to pan around the group. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Um, Crystal breaks Charles for not protecting them. Um, he can't remember Charles also can't remember who Jaren is he keeps asking who who are you oh yeah I've got Charles is losing his mind and he's a dick yeah he's a bit of a and dick. then I've got he yeah, lost it that's right <laughs> he tells Crystal she needs to go put some more makeup on because yeah. she's starting to look older that's why I said he's a dick yeah he is a dick he's like you need to put makeup on um, he we, does lose it we get a very short scene of um, Crystal revealing how shallow she is uh, she left a man because he wasn't handsome enough despite loving him and I put <gasps> shocker <laughs> um, Patricia screams uh, because Charles is now stabbing mid-sized sedan oh yeah he lost it man he just fucking... right in the neck right with his little switch it. knife or whatever like that and we also notice that uh, someone on the hill is watching yes well yeah. well, I've got um, first I've got light a fucking fire because again it's getting late and it's getting cold I'm just angry cold. there's no fucking fire <laughs> and they're still in bikinis and then yeah random hilltop guy what the hell is he up to? Yeah, the mystery continues. Also, it's a stupid movie. <laughs> oh, did you write it's a stupid movie? I wrote movie. stupid movie. <laughs> stupid movie. Um, they take the, ni- the knife off Charles, thankfully, um, who just sort of stares vacantly into the distance. I don't know. The, the, the actor did a very good job with this role, I thought. He did. Do you know where he's from? Um, I know he was in the movie The Father with um, Anthony Hopkins. So, um, any act- So, I didn't pick up in the movie mm. um crystal was yes. from mad max yes but i did pick up so the guy who plays charles is rufus sewell from a knight's tale oh god he's from a knight's tale man he was handsome in that he was just a dick in this movie and then alex wolf who plays 15 year old Trent. trent yes okay. he's from the new jumanji he turns oh, okay. into Dwayne Johnson. Is he also? Is he also the guy from Hereditary? Can't remember. Mm, I think it might be him. One I mean, of them... I only watched Jumanji because Dwayne. <laughs> oh, anyway. and you know yeah, the yeah. other ones. And then I don't know his name. Um, he played the nurse. Uh, some oh, dude from yep. the program Lost. I never watched it, but I remember the um, adverts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I find it. <laughs> I find him a bit uh, wooden as an actor. I think. I got from this movie anyway. Oh, every actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jaron decides that he's going to swim to the next beach over to get help. Um, they talk about maybe climbing over the canyon. Maybe if they go over, then you won't be affected by it. You know, they should have read that book. You know, going on a bear hunt. Trying to find a way out. You know. <laughs> Is this a kid's book? Yes. <laughs> oh, you don't have kids? <laughs> no, I don't have kids. I don't know this book. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like the grass. <laughs> um, they finally catch on that uh, each member of the group has a sick member. They finally officially say it. Um, you know, you had a sick person, and you had a sick person, and you had a sick... Everyone has a sick person. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, Maddox, Maddox confronts um, Prisca about the divorce. Ah, Prisca is a cheating cunt! Yes, <laughs> we learned that Prisca had an affair. Um, and I just put, God, yeah. this dialogue is 
Awful. Okay, I do have to say I was pretty hard on Prisca because I had previously just got some news about a friend getting, having, you know, being cheated on mm. after being years with her partner. And I was furious when I watched this movie. It just, it tickled a nerve, did it? It, oh, it so did. My notes were a lot worse. It was like, cunt and all the names <laughs> under the sun. I just hated this. I hated her. Oh, but we get some <laughs> hammy ass dialogue in this where um, Maddox says, I just need some time. And Prisca looks at her thoughtfully. We don't have time. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we get it. It's a time movie. We know. Please stop. <gasps> the sands of time. <laughs> um, Maddox walks out into the ocean to compose herself and she finds Jaren's body. Oh, yeah. Dead guy in water. First and only time I screamed was then. Oh, really? This, yes. Did this give you a jump scare? It gave me a little jump scare. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ja- she just comes across Jaren's body. Um, yeah, I got nurses dead. Yeah, yeah, Jaren dies. And they say he must have... Um, <sighs> yeah, so I, got an, I think this is Guy's line. Guy says this. He must have gone unconscious swimming. This was the line. I, I made sure I got the line specifically because it sounded weird in my... What? I was like, did I mishear that? And then I, I rewound it, put on the subtitles and looked at it again. The line is, he must have gone unconscious swimming. And I put, who talks like this? Who, who speaks like this? This is not how people speak. I just yelled at the screen. I was like, don't go in the fucking water. No offense, but why would you want to go in the water when you've had a dead person rock up one way? Now you've got a second dead person. Yeah. People just keep wanting to go near the fucking water. It's it's insane. Um, Kara laments at the loss of their of their childhood. She mentions that you know they'll never go to prom. Oh they yeah, never do but stuff she did like get that. to have sex. So <laughs> um, they bury their baby. Yes, which is Finally. already just bones because they they take the um, the wrapping of cloth and you sort of hear it clunk yeah and, you and see... then you see a little bit of dust come out as well and yeah. it's really sad it's really sad i was quite upset and you could tell it played on cara even though you know she yeah so she absolutely. starts climbing the rock absolutely she she i loved her for this i was like go cara she was the youngest and now she's fucking up there she's doing it she's just like we need to get out because she she says what well, she's she needs to get help for her dad for charles because yeah um, he's, she's like, I need sick. to go. Yeah, I need to and go. She's just bloody climbing. She was the youngest, and now she's out of there. Um, and I was like, Go, girlfriend. Yes, and um, Prisca and um, Prisca and Guy run over and see that she's climbing the rocks. And I, a nice, nice, a nice little touch here is that uh, Guy started started holding his back during some of these scenes. Oh, did he? Yeah, like it's starting to ache a lot. Oh, and I'm like, Ooh, oh, that's a nice little touch. That, like, you know, you're getting old. Your back starts hurting. Um, oh, mice be getting older. They, they, she, they try to coax her down, but you know she's already like most of the way up, and they're like, you know, if you just get to the ledge, you'll be alright. And she just stops. She just stops, passes out, and falls. Yeah, and then poor Kara died. Yeah, Kara died. This is Kara's death. Scene. I just have poor Kara died. To be honest, Prisca's family's got off light. Everyone else is losing people here and there, and they're they're all. They do, but then uh, a little after this, you find out that Prisca is going deaf. Mm, and that's that one of the scenes that I going really liked. Blind. I liked that. Um, yeah, the family decides that they're going to stick together from now on. Prisca uh, is going to swim out. Oh yes, sorry, not Prisca. Patricia um, decides that she's going to swim out using pool noodles because she needs to get to a sister. Oh, yeah, she just, she, she definitely wants to go. This is, uh, this is such a sad little 
moment and I wish we got more of her character because I really, really love this when she's talking about how she needs to get back to her sister. She had a fight with her sister and she never made it up and, you know, I used to be the younger... She seems to be the only person who's, like, panicking and knowing everyone's dying where everyone else mm. is kind of, like, dazed and confused. Yeah, shit. yeah, and she's like, I need to get back, I need to make it up, I can't die like this yeah. with that hanging over my head. Wait, does she even care that her nurse partner husband died? I think she's just sort of come to terms with like it you know, there's the the, the panic response, you know, peop some people like break down and cry, other people get proactive. I wonder if that's the time playing on as well, because you know when someone passes away, you're upset for you know, you're upset for a while. Mm. Maybe that's shortened as well. Oh maybe. Yeah maybe. I'm just wondering that. I, I like to think that she's proactive as well. That she's just like, okay, Jaren's dead. I can't do anything about that. I need to get out. And I like her for that. But immediately she drops down. Um, she has a seizure. And it she just stops and starts and stops and starts and stops and starts yeah, see, until that, she dies. That got to me. Yeah. Again, seizures just got to This movie got to me. I watched it at the worst fucking time. Yeah, it really... Because <laughs> we decided on this movie like a month ago. We did. We did. And then before I watched it, again, like my one of my friends has just, you know, she's going through a separation because the dickhead cheated. Yeah. And then my son has seizures. Yeah. So I was like, and he had had one, like a small one the day before. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just hit this on. movie is a dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I, I mentioned, um, I made a quick note here that um, the little stop starting would have been the time before, uh, in between seizures that she would regularly have. Yeah. So if she had them like, I don't know, uh, once a month, once every couple of weeks, that was that tiny break. Yeah. Was that little break in between each seizure. And then it was just too much for her and body. And it was too much for her body to take and she unfortunately dies. Which is such a shame, because I thought she was probably the most interesting character. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, this is where we get to the bit. Uh, we learn that Guy has lost most of his vision. Everything is just blurred. Yeah. He can't see anymore. And Prisca's going to. Yeah, Prisca's losing her hearing, and uh, Crystal is now wandering the beach looking for Kara. See, again, I got the what the fuck is going on, I am so lost. Mm. <gasps> oh, yes, I got a note for this, for Prisca losing her hearing. I said one awesome way to show it is that Guy and Trent are having an argument in the background and you can hear it loudly and then she turns her head and it goes quiet and I was like that is such a cool effect to show someone going deaf yeah because it's only in one side oh it's uh, yeah I really like that I thought that was cool uh, Crystal sees her back is becoming becoming deformed due to a calcium deficiency and she's like I'm ugly <laughs> <laughs> she does because she picks up like a toaster what looks like a toaster I'm going to say it's a toaster it's not a toaster but she picks up something shiny from the beach and she's like ah, ah, don't look at me she's really bad body issues she does she's she does sad. but we finally hit night time yeah I was excited there was a fire finally they set up a fire <laughs> that's something fire. you've been begging for this entire movie yes they all looked cold <laughs> oh my god we get one of the most beautiful scenes with Prisca and Guy when they connect. Um, yeah, it just he just says he knew about the affair. And, you know, if it's what she wanted, then it's fine. That's disturbing. How would he feel if she wasn't dying from cancer and she had an affair? Mm. Either way, she shouldn't have an affair. Don't cheat, people! 
But basically, he's near blind and she's near deaf. Yeah. He can only he can only see like two inches away from his face. Everything else is fuzzy, and she's deaf in one ear and can't hear anything out of it. Um, Trent and Maddox rummaged through the old belongings of ex-visitors to the beach. In this, they found stuff, and I was wondering how the fuck the kids were managing to read so well. There were big words there. They're not even I know. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. Because I'm okay, so I'm a little dyslexic, and I only read at like a young adult level. Mm, mm. These kids are on the beach, younger than me, and they're reading these big-ass mofo words. Yeah, th- I never I'm thought like, about that, actually. Yeah, because they find a notebook. Um, there's some mumbo-jumbo science-y stuff. Yeah. Um, and also names and addresses of people uh, who whoever owned the notebook was with at the beach. Yes, that was cool. I was like... Right. Uh, basically, a list of previous victims. Um, they also realise that they are being recorded from the hill. Yes, why? Somebody is recording them. Who the fuck is doing that? We then get uh, Charles attacks Guy Wait, Christa. wait. Gone. Just think of that. So first they see the lights on the hill. Yes. Then they see someone recording them. Yes. Any time during this movie did any of them stand there yelling help? Help. Like just, I don't remember yeah. any of them hearing fucking help. <laughs> Even if you thought they were like involved in whatever was going on you'd still try you'd no i mean panic attack you'd still be panicking going help help mm, absolutely yeah yeah i completely agree um yeah no they're not very pro most of this group is not they're proactive but in the wrong ways yeah yeah they're <laughs> like oh i'll swim out into the ocean never mind the girl who previously drowned <laughs> um Charles attacks Guy and Prisca with the knife. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. Um, he takes he takes the knife, because they took the knife off him earlier. You sort of see his hand reaching into Prisca's purse and takes out the knife, and then he attacks them. And it's quite cool, because um, Guy hears something and turns and can't see it. And Prisca could have seen it, but can't hear it coming. Yeah. And so it's, it's a sort of, you know... You it's know, like, no evil, see no evil. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. It's sort of poetic in the way that they get attacked. Um, I get that. Yeah, uh, Prisca att- uh, protects Guy, which is quite sweet as well. Like, she turns her back and she, like, covers him. And uh, Charles is slashing at her back. Um, and then eventually Guy tells her to uh, get the kids, tell them to hide. Um, but the cuts are instantly healing anyway. Yeah. So it... I guess if he hits a vital part, it could kill you, maybe? But it would heal straight away, wouldn't it? I don't think he can if, kill you. If it was instant death, you'd have to get the right place. You wouldn't want to get somewhere where they'd bleed out. Mm. You'd have to instant death like them. Like stab in, stab in the brain or something like that might um, kill them instantly. I like, think yeah. maybe it depends. You'd have to get the right point. It'd have to be like somewhere or something that you get instant death. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, Maddox and Guy... Uh, sorry, not Maddox and Guy. Maddox, Maddox and Trent hide in the canyons or a cave or something like that. And they can oh, sort of yeah. hear... They can hear Crystal crying in the background. Uh, they light a match, uh, but Crystal does not want to be looked at. And she starts throwing rocks at them. Uh, they tell her that Kara died. Um, she lifts up a rock to try and smash them with it. And her arm snaps. She picks up a big-ass boulder, lifts it above her head, and her arm just crumples in on itself. And it, like, She kind of had one of the cool deaths. She does have a cool death. I quite enjoy it. I mean, it. gross, but cool. Um, Charles keeps stabbing at Guy. Oh, yeah. Crystal's bones keep breaking and healing into the wrong positions. Because they're breaking and because the healing is so quick, they're healing in the wrong spots. So she becomes like it's... this sort of... 
twisted. <laughs> I watched this in cinema. I'm like, this is the bit of the movie that I thought was the proper horror bit. Like this. Yeah, death. this is the bit. I was like, this is a horror death. But the lady next to me in the cinema was like. <laughs> The entire time this scene was happening. Okay, well, it did look kind of fake, though. Like, you kind of see how they did it. Yeah, I guess. But, like, the idea of it's freaky. It was cool. The idea was really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, Crystal's bones continue to break and reset until she's basically mangled. Like, all her fingers are, like, curled around. It's so gross-looking. Yeah. It looks like, like, when you see, like... People were like, the world's longest toenails. You know, they like curl around oh. each other in like a spin wheel. That's what her fingers look like. Um, and she dies. I don't know what she dies of, whether it's just massive trauma throughout her body or she Isn't suffocates. Like a rock that fell on her head or something? It fell on um, her hump. Yeah, I can't remember. So it might have broken her spine, actually. That would explain why she was crawling the rest of the thing. Um, Prisca cuts Charles with a knife. From, oh yes from the little hoard yeah little it was hoard. a rusted knife a rusty knife so he got rust poisoning which you know because of time being it getting sped up it spread through his body like wildfire and then he, poof. he yeah he dies from I can't remember tetanus tetanus is that it I believe so rust poisoning he dies from blood poisoning basically yeah um, and basically only Prisca and her family are left that's it there's um, there's only the four of them Trent and Maddox um, look after their aged parents now. There is one, but he, yeah. So they're looking after their older parents. Um, the cool thing is, going back to the beginning, what you said, Maddox, the kid, mm. she's singing to her mum, Prisca, yes. and Prisca can't hear. If you go back to the beginning in the movie and the ride up to the hotel, Prisca had said that she can't wait to hear Maddox sing when she's older. I know. This is the scene. Yeah. This scene here, this entire section of... Um, leading up to uh, Prisca and Guy's passing, I thought was the most beautiful little vignette, this little scene. It was cute, yeah. I, I mean, just thought it was... Yeah, she sings to her and, like, she's leaning in with her good ear to try and hear her daughter singing now that that's she's what older. She, yeah, it's kind of what she wanted as well. Guy says that he's lost his memories. He can't... Were we fighting? Oh, it doesn't matter. And he wants to say a word to her, but he yeah. can't remember the word. Why um, he can't even remember why they want to leave the beach anymore, yeah. and I just put this is easily the best scene of the movie. It actually feels real. It See, feels I have sad. Who dies next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so mean. Well, all through my notes, everyone who dies, I'm just like this person dies, this person dead. <laughs> well, it's guy. It just seemed to be the thing. Guy, yeah, guy slumps over. He I says, have guy dead. <laughs> he. It's so sweet. He says something to his wife and uh, to, to Prisca and then he just sort of slumps on... He leans on her for a bit and then just falls off her and he just dies. He just died of old age. And Prisca gets up, um, starts walking to the ocean, but collapses before she makes it and she dies from old age as well. Yeah. Pretty close together. So only the kids, Maddox and Trent are left. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the two yeah. of them left. And so then we don't really see them go to sleep or anything, but... No. It turns into the morning, where they're older again. They're now, like, middle-aged. They're, like, yeah. 40s, 50s, some, somewhere in that sort of range. And um, they know that their time's coming. Yeah, Maddox says they've got maybe about 13 hours left. So, I love this bit. They go and make sandcastles. Yes, we have, um... <laughs> yes, they have a really tender moment where uh, Trent, like, holds her face for a second, and she turns and she says, We just got three days older while you held my face. 
And I thought that was really cute, kind of sweet. I love how you thought, like, all these things were cute. And my thing is here, unfair. He got to experience sex, but she didn't. <laughs> I, I love seeing where your brain is at with this movie. It's like, this isn't fair. She didn't get any. No, it's unfair. She didn't get to, you know, she didn't get to do a prom. She didn't get to do all the stuff. But this is where I put my note of... Um, this is where I put my note of, uh, I love the contrast between the mindsets for each age. Like, right. as, as they're getting older, their their view on the world is changing as well. But yeah, they decide to make a sandcastle before they try and escape. They're like, oh, we should try and escape. Do you want to make a sandcastle first? Yeah. Which is um, actually a nod to the graphic novel. This movie's based on a French graphic nod. nod oh, is it? Called The Sandcastle. Maybe I need to read it. Um, I got Sean a copy. My partner's got a copy, but he hasn't read it yet. I'll have to do it. I like this bit, though. So, while they're doing the sandcastle, Trent remembers that he got a letter from his friend he made at the hotel. I I can't say his name. Idlib. Idlib. Mm. But it's it's a nice little contrast because they, they're talking about, you know, do you think we still feel like children because we were children yesterday? Or do all adults feel like they could be children when they hit our age? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to decode that message Idlib gave me. Yeah. So, my bet here. So, my bet... Was it says, don't go to the beach. I was like, this movie is that shitty. It's going to say that something. You know, it's going to say something like that. And it's going to be like, well, fuck, you should have read it earlier. Always read your letters. Yeah. But I was wrong. And it actually, when he decodes it, it says, my uncle doesn't like the coral. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah, they decide they're going to swim through the coral. Um, well, they sort of make a decision that if they swim through the coral, they should be safe. And I'm like, you're kind of making a big leap. <laughs> Wait, how do they even know how to swim? I don't know. You naturally, you kind of know how to swim. I don't know how to swim, and I'm 34. <laughs> okay, most people... I know how to doggy paddle, but holding your breath for that long and going under? Yeah, they do hold their breath for a long time. Um, yeah, they decide that, yeah, it's kind of a big leap in logic that they decide that like the coral will save us I'm like oh you'll just pass out and drown <laughs> which we've seen twice already um, but they swim out to the coral I guess you know if you've never if you've got nothing else why not well they kind of know that you know let's just do it let's it's it this go. or die yeah it's this or wait to die um, I just gotta know have you ever cut yourself on like a muscle have you ever done rock sh- rock hopping or something like that because this is a coral tunnel yes I mean those cut fucking my, things yeah. are sharp I cut my foot once on a snail shell yeah and it bleeds for ages because it's like probably, a yeah it's like a, a glass cut or something like that it just yeah. keeps bleeding um Maddox gets caught on the coral as they're swimming through her yeah, t-shirt gets he, stuck on it I thought Trent was gonna leave her that would have been fucking gut wrenching I was like what a dick but we see on the hill that the driver oh, yeah. the, the camera tr- creep who was a dick <laughs> <laughs> who is the driver of the van who took them to the beach um he is watching them from the hill he makes a phone call and he says all members of trial 73 are dead and yes he waited they were swimming through the coral, but it's been a minute and a half and they haven't resurfaced, so he just assumes they've drowned. Yeah. So we learned that this is basically a science experiment. This is trial 73. Well, yeah, you go and you see a lab. Now, the thing is, I, we, me and my husband, we were watching it together, so we paused the TV. Yeah. And I see, and my husband says, he thinks the drinks that they were given in the beginning, when they first arrived at the hotel, had some sort of medication in them. And so they send them to the beach where, you know, they age 
and they watch the medication, you know, they see how the medication works. Right. Instead of them having to wait normal lifespan. So Ryan, Ryan guessed this Pretty completely. Much, you know? <laughs> you know, and having to wait naturally to see the effects, they get to see it sped up. So, yeah, after this, I said, my husband was all right, and he's a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone, Ryan from Rosemary's Baby guessed the end of this film in one go. But yes, um, the driver goes to a research center. We get uh, a quick flash of In Memory of the Lost Expedition. I don't know if you noticed this. And I was like, is this the crew that discovered the beach? Or is this a, uh, like an, a memorial for all the people who they've sent to the beach? And I think it's for the people who discovered it. But they should give some credit to the people who they fucking sent there to die. Like, Oh, I just wrote, people died, but that's okay because they saved millions, you know? I was like, what the fuck? It's that old railway thing, eh? Where you've got two railroads, you know? Would you kill the one person or do you kill the three? You know. But then there was the celebration because the lady who had epilepsy... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So we... we, uh, Your husband... Ryan was completely right. Your husband was absolutely right. We see the cocktail glasses as we pan through. Cocktail glasses that they were given from the opening of the movie are there. As well as a piece of the canyon that's sort of been cut out and glassed... uh, Sorry, uh, put in a glass case or something like that. I just thought it was a random rock. Um, (laughs) They're also going through wiping any proof of the group's visit to the... Oh, yeah, that's why they left their passports and stuff, yeah. And they're wiping their computers and stuff like that. They're like, oh, yeah, we've done done four out of five of them or whatever. Yeah. They take a moment of silence in respect. Um, I mean, that was nice. That was nice, but, you know, maybe don't send people to the beach. Whatever. Um, They're working in... We, yeah, they're working in advancement of medicine. Most trials fail, but this one... Patricia survived eight hours and 17 minutes or 16 and a half years without an epileptic seizure. But, like, I didn't figure that, like, I didn't pitch that through the movie. Like, there was no, like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm not, you know. Mm. There wasn't more from her. It was more about it's the more crazy about doctors and the people yeah. and the kids having sexy time. <laughs> yeah, you know? considering Prisca's the one who actually, like, succeeded the trial, we see so little from that character. Exactly, yeah. Um, they talk about the next group who's going to arrive, and one of the doctors mentions that maybe they should separate the mental from the medical trials, because Charles had schizophrenia. It wasn't dementia, it was schizophrenia, and it cost them their data on the blood, co- con- blood clot condition, oh, yes. which was Midsize Sedan. Midsize Sedan got killed too quickly that they didn't get enough data from him because Charles has schizophrenia or had schizophrenia. See, my whole thing about this was y'all little dicks call the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> These people need to go to jail. I was fuming. I was like, you guys are assholes. <laughs> we, we go back to the hotel. We see Idlib um, only gets the friends that dad chooses. He specifically points at some kids in the pool and he's like, those kids are fine. Go make friends with those kids. <laughs> Uh, we see police officer that Trent met at the beginning of the film. Greg, I think was his name. Um, oh, yes. So this is where the whole what's your name and occupation comes from. And yes. that's where his memory is, you know. His his memory. He remembers that uh, this guy that he saw on the beach was a cop. So he hands him the notebook they found at the beach. Yeah. Uh, the manager greets the new trial members. And Trent knocks the cocktails out of the waitress's hand as she goes over to hand them to them. Trent warns them not to take anything, uh, anything they give you, as he and Maddox were left to die. Oh, yeah, because so Maddox and Trent had come out through the coral cave. Yes. And when they came out, they were in a different area and the fish were there. Yes. 
Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful shot. Um, the cop checks, um, does a check on the names in the book. All of them are missing persons. All of them. Um, everyone watches as Trent and Maddox reveal who they are. Idlib rec- recognizes them as Trent reveals the note that Idlib had given him. Um, the manager calls security as the cop is walking over and Idlib checks their faces. You know, that old Peter Pan thing where he checks your face and he's like, It is you. <laughs> um, we, we flash back to the coral as the branch breaks and they make it out and they, they're swimming out in the ocean and there's just a swarm of fish around them and that's yeah. when they know they're safe. Um, Trent and Maddox in a helicopter... All the staff from the hotel have been arrested um, and they're going into their aunt's uh, custody now that their parents have passed away. And we get a great line. How would you feel if, you're fi- if a 50-year-old man called and told you you were his six-year-old nephew? Yeah, I don't get that. Well, because he's, he's 50 now and he has to call his aunt and go stay with them, but he's now 50 years old. Oh, is he 50? Yeah. He's, yeah he's, he did not look 50. He looked 50. They did not look 50. But our final shot is a bird's eye view of the ocean. It just pans up and we we get a gorgeous shot of the ocean. And that's our movie. That was old by M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) So, Becky, give me your your overall thoughts on this movie. What did you think of the script, the dialogue, the acting, the costuming, etc.? Give me a... Look, I had one jump, like, scream. I screamed on Harry Potter once because something jumped up. I'm easily frightened and I'm like, fuck, shit. <laughs> I'm one of those weird chicks who, like, am shit scared to watch really, really horror scary movies. Mm. But yet I'll watch true crime, true crime documentaries. Constantly. I'm just one of those weirdos. No, I do this. But, I mean, I thought I had a good storyline, but it was executed it was, poorly. It was such a good concept and had some great ideas, but... Yeah. But in the end, it sucked ass. It falls flat in its performance. It falls flat in its script writing for sure. So overall, give your personal enjoyment of this movie. What rating would you give it? One being awful, ten being... This was the best movie you have ever seen. It was like a 4.5 out of ten. A four and a half out of ten. Yeah. I would, like... It's not awful. I would rather be sleeping. (laughs) I mean, it's not awful. There are some great moments. I really love the whole what you did with sex. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you had to do it like 20 times Also you don't have to do it 20 times People you One can, and done You can have fun <laughs> <laughs> Safely Safely <laughs> But yeah. yeah no Overall I, this is like a, a maybe a sex from me It's something It's not something I'm going to go Oh you know what I need to watch Old yeah. It'll be like oh old's on Okay I'll, I'll put it on the background I'd rather while watch Rosemary Baby again <laughs> Becky also hated Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> I would just like to say I love that movie. Um, <laughs> also, we like to give credit where credit's due in this podcast. So is there a particular character or an actor that you'd like to give props to? Someone who held up this 4.5 movie for you? I don't... I really don't know. Like, maybe the dog? <laughs> the little Scotch terrier? Yeah. Great performance by the dog. Agnes. I was expecting more from Charles because mm. of his acting beforehand. Maybe he is going senile in real life. Or, I mean, Alex Wolf. I don't know what else he's been in. Mm. He was cool and, you know, he was that nervy cool guy. Because I don't think they're bad actors. I think they're all very good it actors. The it's just they were given a fairly bad script. script. <laughs> But I would give um, I would give my my props to Nikki 
Amuka Bird. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. The lady who played Patricia. Because of all the characters, I oh, thought yeah. she was the most real. Oh, you know what? Maybe the lady in the beginning. The one that stripped down for mid-sized sedan. <laughs> and then she did a beautiful death scene by floating by. <laughs> floating by while Trent played hide and seek. And then turning into bones. Beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> Inspired. Or mid-sized sedan for having that name. <laughs> oh my god, it's mid-sized sedan. I love you. Oh, it was oh, so fuck. bad. Uh, okay, yeah, this movie's... I mean, watch it, always. Always uh, watch a movie before judging it. Don't bored. take our word for it. You might love it. My parents really enjoyed this movie. I know Are they serious? did. Yeah. yeah, they did. This is like a this is like a mid-tier movie for me. If it's on in the background, fine. I'm not going to sit there and go, God, I need to watch that movie again. I think it depends who it is too. Like, I mean, me and my husband, obviously, we have young kids. Mm. So finding time together, um, we don't want to waste it. Which obviously we did twice. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Ryan liked Rosemary's Baby. Only after you... Yeah. Do you know the trouble with Rosemary's Baby is we went to bed trying to sleep and then we just keep talking to each other. We're like, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, what about... Oh, what about that letter in the beginning? Oh, yeah, because remember it said, oh, and then she blocked the door. Oh, so it made us think. Yeah. We couldn't get to sleep because we were having a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good movie then. I mean, yeah, okay, it makes you, you know, it makes you question things. But this one... Old was just, oh, it's, it's so just surface no. level, it's so on the nose with everything. But anyway, thank you everyone so much for joining us. Thank you, Becky, for coming over. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope to see you again for another episode at some point. Hopefully um, a scary movie. You picked this one, so you can't blame me. Okay, well, I'll pick the next one. Okay. Again. Okay. One. <laughs> You're going to be so mad if it's not a great one. Harry Potter. Anyway, <laughs> thank you everyone so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite.